0: I'm Stephen Wright and this is Beyond Reasonable Doubt from Mail Plus. Mary Bastome vanished from a Gloucester bus stop in January 1968 while en route to visit her boyfriend. She was just 15 years old from a loving family and her disappearance was completely out of character. But within months, police shelved the investigation after they ran out of lines of inquiry. This despite the fact that they believed she had been abducted. 26 years later, in 1994, after the Cromwell Street House of Horrors case unravelled Her disappearance came back into the spotlight after Fred West's arrest over the murders of 12 girls and young women, most of whom were killed by him and his sex-obsessed wife Rose. Very quickly, Fred West was identified as a prime suspect over another case, Mary's disappearance Today, I'm joined by ex-Detective Superintendent John Bennett, who led the Cromwell Street investigation, to discuss Mary's case, which has been back in the news in recent weeks after police, acting on information from a TV production company, excavated the site of a former cafe in Gloucester in an unsuccessful attempt to locate her remains. John, thank you for joining me for this True Crime podcast, Beyond Reasonable Doubt, about the case of Mary Bastholme. I imagine that what happened recently, in terms of the dig, brought back a lot of memories for you personally, uh, didn't it? Both in terms of your investigation and your dealings with Mary's family.
1: Well, in the 60s, when Mary went missing, i just returned from a uh, detective training school in uh, Hendon. And... Um, I went to work on the Sunday and everyone was talking about this strange missing person from Gloucester. And we went out, it was very cold, looking for like uh, every virtually every police officer that was on duty in the whole county um, over the weekend uh, up in Painswick, which is just outside Gloucester, looking down into Gloucester itself. Uh, And within days of that, the head of CID of the time called in Scotland Yard to assist in the search. Uh, mainly, the reason for that in those days was because it opened a financial pot to pay for various things. And in the in the weeks that were to follow, uh, these searches continued all over the county, but especially in the area of Gloucester. And for the first time in the history of the constabulary, uh, a helicopter was used. Bearing in mind we are in the uh, in the sixties, but there was no trace of her at all. And uh, I remember then that uh, I was a uh, member of the underwater recovery section as well as being uh, a young CIT officer. Uh, we went searching uh, all the canals, uh, 20 yards either side of all the bridges, all the docks at Gloucester, basically to try and establish whether Mary was there. It was uh, icy conditions and, of course, virtually within weeks, uh, the sadly, everything went quiet because no trace of her was found other than some uh, Monopoly pieces that uh, may very well have been Mary's but nobody really knew in the vicinity of where uh, she would have caught a bus.
0: She went missing, uh, well she was last seen at a bus stop when she was going to visit her boyfriend.
1: She was last seen at about quarter past eight on Saturday the 6th of January. It it was a bus stop in Bristol Road which is the same road, uh, an extended part of the road uh, where the pop-in cafe was Uh, and it was the cafe that she was actually working in uh, part time and she went to visit her boyfriend uh, but she didn't this was totally out of character this was not like mary at all uh mary was a, a very fun loving young girl but uh she she was not the sort of party person in the in the 60s she was just a, a very nice young girl uh, and she had some very respectful parents
0: there was no uh, evidence also that she'd been abducted it was just like a, 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 a someone who would sort of vanished into into thin air there are precious few clues as to what had happened to her.
1: Well, of course, uh, any uh, major clue, if you want to call it that, or uh, evidence of what happened with her, uh, there was none. Uh, Nobody saw anything. There were sort of rumours and speculation, as it was, that she'd been uh, picked up. There was a lot of effort at the time trying to establish precisely whether uh, she had actually gone and seen her boyfriend or not. Uh, All the sort of inquiries and investigation you would have expected. But, of course, nothing was found
0: at all. Yesterday at Gloucester Magistrates, 52 year old builder Frederick West was charged with the murder of his daughter Heather. Five days and nights into their excavation, and forensic teams have now unearthed three sets of human remains, all buried in separate places five feet under the garden patio of this Gloucester home. I just wondered, John, at what stage did you think in the unravelling Cromwell Street investigation? he's a good candidate for someone who may have abducted Mary Bastime all those years ago.
1: Once we'd excavated the cellar area at 25 Cromwell Street, uh, we found a number of sets of remains. Uh, we identified them eventually as uh, Lucy Partington, Shirley Hubbard and Carol Cooper as being uh, some of the young girls that were there. Uh, it was quite clear that these girls had all been missing from bus stops, uh, two in Worcester and one in Cheltenham. Mary went missing from a bus stop, so it was obvious that there might be a connection between that and Mary's disappearance. And so, from that, uh, we formed an opinion that we had to look much closer at uh, Mary Baston's disappearance and where Frederick West was. He lived in Cheltenham, but he frequented Gloucester.
0: 1994, February 1994, I remember it very well because I was sent down to Gloucester for the Daily Mail to cover the case as, as things unraveled more and more remains were found but 1994 so that's that's 26 years after mary disappeared i just wondered what state was the file on her disappearance like then because it would be a card system obviously no computers in the late 60s what were the missing persons records like for mary
1: the file of uh, mary baston um was in the cellar of police headquarters where there were uh, various other records of not necessarily murders or anything like that, that records from the constabulary they were boxed, they hadn't been touched for years, there had never been a need to actually look at them Uh, and I called for them to be brought over to the incident room and they were brought into my office and entered then into the home system at a later stage but we didn't uh, start looking at it and I didn't personally review those details until way after we had uh, dealt with and actually identified the victims that we found because you Yes, it was an important part of the investigation in later days.
0: Was there like a closing report uh, from a, yes. one of your predecessors, you know, missing, presumed dead or, or uh, thought to be murdered? or Because she came from a good family. She was a happy young woman, by the sound of it. No reason to disappear. I just wondered how it had been classified, how it had been left. As a case it, john
1: it, it had been left as an open file. There was no suggestion that uh, Mary had run away. Every suggestion was that she'd been abducted, um, and that she came from a, a good family, and that her boyfriend was a, a, a nice young man. There was nothing towards uh, saying anything to uh, to the contrary, other than that she'd been abducted. The one thing that was very relevant there was that a sergeant, uh, Cliff Files, now sadly deceased, had tried desperately to draw some comparison between that and two girls that had gone missing in Worcester. And he was absolutely 100% correct. He did a lot of work when he was working in criminal intelligence at police headquarters to try and draw some conclusions about uh, whether these three were linked. Uh, And... He, in his own words, uh, additional report said in there that he felt that it, it was very likely. But again, that there was no evidence of that.
0: When did he do that report, John? In the 70s? Uh,
1: yes, in the 70s, when the girls went missing. You see, He was a, a very astute uh, and very well-respected uh, detective. Uh, and if you look at it, he was right. However, the unfortunate thing was, there was no nothing to involve Frederick Westby, didn't feature in any of these investigations
0: at all. We're talking about, obviously, a, a different era in terms of the the ability of the police through number plate recognition or CCTV cameras or whatever to, to pull things together, to get leads to draw links. It must have been very difficult in that era.
1: Everything that we are talking about today is something like... A, Shall I say something out of out of space to what it was like in the 60s? Uh, only motor patrol had radios, no hand radios at all. It, it was just a, like Heartbeat or one of the old television series, uh, Dixon of Doc Green. It was it was very it was just like that, not just in Gloucestershire. It was like that throughout the country. For to me to get a criminal record of somebody who who would arrested, uh, I had to phone up Scotland Yard. Uh, and they would then go and look and do a search. Life was not quite the same as it is today.
0: Marys was working at this cafe, the Popping Cafe, wasn't she at the time she disappeared? And I mean, it's claimed that Fred West was a a regular visitor there. Is that true?
1: Yeah. In ninety four, we established that uh, Frederick West. Because he had lived in the on the outskirts of Gloucester before moving to Cheltenham, he'd been a frequent visitor, that's certain. He went there on weekends. It is even likely that uh, another victim of the West's, Anne McFour, visited the cafe with Frederick West. So it was found that he went there on a reasonably regular basis from what uh, the investigation established. And that was... Uh, going in 94, but his name did not feature before that in the original investigation.
0: And I I was reading um, uh, extracts of your book on the Cromwell Street Murders last night in preparation for this podcast, and there is a mention that a man possibly matching the description of Fred West was a a sex prowler predator uh, on the streets of Gloucester in the late 60s. Is that something you can recall yourself from looking at the files?
1: Yes, they, there were a number of... Uh, during the, the original investigation um, back in the 60s, there were a number of ladies came forward and said that uh, someone had stopped and a vehicle uh, got out and uh, um, tried to persuade them to go with him or, or even uh, touch them in some way. Um, and... There are a couple of them uh, gave descriptions which weren't dissimilar to Frederick West. And in fact, uh, at Rosemary West's trial, the defence brought forward some of these uh, ladies to give evidence to support that Frederick West was the person who was committing these crimes on his own rather than with Rosemary.
0: I mean, he he had already killed, hadn't he, by the time Mary Bastogne had uh, disappeared that's correct isn't it in, the, in terms of the timeline so he was he was capable of acting alone well, although he didn't stand trial at least he, he killed himself but um I don't think anyone seriously doubts uh who was responsible for for murdering Anne fall so there were reports of a man who matched that description and i just wonder going to 1994 your unravelling cromwell street investigation you put it to him about mary baston i i presume
1: i never interviewed uh, frederick west Uh, I had officers that were capable of doing that. Uh, I was in charge of the investigation and the direction of it. Yes, I wrote the interview strategy. Uh, Yes, he was interviewed and yes, it was put to him uh, about Mary Bastogne on a number of occasions. But he always denied to the police having any involvement with it at all.
0: John, I've known you a long time, since 1994, and I I know you as someone who deals in certainty, deals in evidence, deals in facts. That's how you like to operate. And I just wanted to ask you, in your opinion, the likelihood that Fred West abducted uh, Mary Bastone based on the facts in that case?
1: I think it's highly likely. And it had all the hallmarkings of... All the other victims that we discovered, if all these victims had had taken place within a few months of each other, then even in those days, it would have been drawn all together. It would have been a series. In today's world, there's all sorts of investigative tools, as you rightly outline. They just didn't exist. Even the roads weren't the same. The the motorways didn't exist. Mm. And the only way that we would have known about these other girls missing would have been circulations in Police Gazette.
0: Because I guess Worcester was a different constabulary, was it? Because you, yeah, you were Gloucestershire. Yeah. What would Worcester be part of? Would be part of West Mercia now, wouldn't it? Worcester, it was it, it was a constabulary of its own. What twenty, thirty miles
1: up the yeah, road? Yeah, we, We're we we're, we're, the county borders are the county borders. You know, today it's West Mercia and uh, it's all combined. Uh, Gloucestershire is still on its own, but majority of forces are amalgamated. And uh, but that wouldn't have made any difference because the communication around the police service, was via paper and telex. It's difficult today. I've spoken to young people today. They cannot quite understand uh, how you don't communicate or you couldn't communicate. The quantum leaps in police investigatory tools make investigations and drawing things together and comparisons much easier. Uh, You don't need humans to do it. You can do it uh, through the home system, uh, which is the home office large major inquiry system, which has now in, uh, been developed further than when uh, we were using it back in 94 and further when I, after I retired with 98.
0: So your view is it very likely that Fred West, responsible for abducting and, and, and very likely to murdering Mary Bastome, and, and I would agree based on the facts that we know them. If that is indeed the case, why did he not, confessed to it because he confessed to so many other things didn't he so many other murders didn't he was it a case of him wanting to have some control some one last secret to take with him what well, you knew you knew fred west better than anyone as a, as a policeman so what's your view on that
1: i can honestly say that um frederick west was never really interviewed by anybody the officers who did their job uh, as best as anyone could do and even today, it wouldn't matter who you were, what psychologists, psychiatrists. He just decided how he would speak. He changed what he wanted to say from one minute to another. He talked sometime in riddles. Uh, you asked him a question and he answered it in some profane sexual manner. He wouldn't stay on the subject at all. When you got him on the subject, he clearly was telling lies. You tried to bring him back to tell him the truth, you didn't want to hear that, and he just went off on his own little way. There were lots of occasions when I uh, was really quite fed up with the situation because there, you could not get information about the victims that we'd found. Uh, one day he admitted something, the next day he changed his story, the next day he would said something totally different. For every one of these victims, he has never told anyone how they really died what the circumstances were that they came into his clutches, I don't know the answers. All I know is the evidence that was found with the victims. So when you ask me how he didn't admit Mary Bastow, anything he told us was never factual.
0: The ITV crime drama, Appropriate Adult, starring dominic west as fred west that may be a lot of people listening to this podcast their only image or vision of what fred west was like in person did you engage them in
1: sadomasochistic acts they were adventurous young girls so how did you end up killing them you see you even got the killing wrong you're trying to make out that i just went out and blatantly killed people one like that Turned
0: to I heard Fred West's voice at Rosemary West's trial in 95. I'd say that Dominic West gave a good imitation of how he spoke. How would you regard Dominic West's portrayal of Fred West and the way he answered questions in the interview room with your officers?
1: Well, apart from anything, he he, he actually looked like Frederick West, uh, which is quite and it was quite remarkable. That particular program picked out what it wanted to portray, but it didn't really, in fairness, show the way that he behaved because the fact is that the information that and questions that he was asked during the, the interviews and the answers he gave, if he had been alive and if he'd have been in court, I doubt if any media would ever have printed what he was saying. No. or would it, would be able to. So what that particular programme did was uh, pick out and use some of the words that he used because they could lawfully do that.
0: Can I just take you on to the, the Pop-In Café? Your officers, yourself, established you know, in your inquiry back in the mid-'90s that, that Mary uh, had worked there and obviously Fred West was a visitor there. Did you consider excavating the cafe back in the mid-90s as part of your inquiries? The
1: Popping Cafe was on a list of places that Frederick West uh, frequented. When we investigated it and we found over 250 lines of inquiry then uh, to looking at various parts of this story. But in the course of making these investigations, we we actually traced people who actually worked there and actually owned the place and said that he had never, ever uh, done any work there. And, oh, by the way, uh, no work had been done there until way after the following year. And he would never have had access to any basement. So, yes, it was part of a list, but it was one that was discounted. And over the years, there have been three separate reviews, only one done by me. That was the initial one. And both of them have confirmed that there was no possibility that Frederick West actually did building work there.
0: So were you surprised when your former colleagues in Gloucester Police decided acting on information, it seems, from a film company, film production company, <laughs> to excavate the Pop-In Cafe or the site of the Pop-In Cafe now?
1: Police say this excavation operation could last for up to two weeks. They've assured Mary's family they will do everything they can to establish whether her remains lie here or not.
0: Were you surprised by that?
1: Um, I was surprised, but uh, I'm always of the uh, opinion that I don't know what evidence was brought forward. What I do know is that uh, the... uh, production company requested me to get involved with them on their first series and they also uh, requested me to get involved with them on this series and I refused both of them because it's just dragging up and overhauling things that have already been done. I didn't know that they were going to do any uh, reviewing of Mary Bastome, in the way that they obviously did. The theme of their program apparently was the unknown victims of Fred and Rosemary West. Well, I don't know who these unknown people are. If I did, I would have done something about it. Quite regularly, um, it's been put to me over the years by the media that the reason we didn't uh, make any further excavations, either at the Pop-In or anywhere else, was cost. I would like to put that completely straight now because my chief constable, Tony Butler, gave me the full authority to do whatever excavations I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And some evidence of that is obvious when we excavated uh, the site at Kempley, a hole bigger than an Olympic swimming pool, uh, before we found, uh, sadly, Annie McFall. Mm -hmm. So all I had to do was decide that I was going to make a further excavation and I could have carried it out. All I had to do was justify it to myself initially.
0: It sounds to me like you were confident that, uh, sadly, Mary's remains would not be found there. And I say sadly because, obviously, for her family's sake, it would be nice if they were found, wouldn't it? It would be nice. As you probably remember, John, during my months in 1994 working on the early days of the Cromwell Street case. Uh, I reported extensively on the case of Mary Bastome and the, and the possible links between her disappearance and, and Fred West's activities. Uh, and during that time, I got to know her brother Peter, Peter Bastome, pretty well. Uh, and obviously he was a person who was desperate for information for answers about what had happened to his dear sister. I believe he uh, took a lot of secrets to his grave not only uh, in uh, our case, but uh, in perhaps other families as well. But you were confident wherever they are, it wouldn't have been in, at the site of the popping Cafe?
1: I met Peter Bastow, uh, Mary's brother, who's sadly now deceased, back in 94. I saw him regularly between 94 and 95. I kept in touch with him uh, until I retired in 1998, and I saw him and kept in touch with him after that, nothing would have done me greater pleasure to be able to bring some form of closure to Peter and his family. And the loss of Mary has never gone away from me, and the fact that we never uh, progressed it or could progress it. uh, What I did know, that she was not at the Popping Cafe.
0: Rosemary West and Fred West, a couple who had few secrets in their marriage, Is it your opinion that Fred West would have confided in Rosemary West what happened to Mary Bastow?
1: I don't know the answer. I would think it may very well be Rosemary told her mother uh, that you don't know Fred, well, he can do anything, even murder. She gave that evidence in the trial. You were there. And it's been suggested that uh, the key to... uh, the future is, is, is may very well be Rosemary West, but Rosemary West has never even admitted any criminality at all to anyone, as far as I'm aware. And uh, all the speculation that comes from various people, including people that have spoken on your podcast of 20 victims and extra more, there must be this number. These are all numbers that have been plucked from somewhere. There's no evidence to support it. As far as I'm aware, Rosemary West has never, uh, ever said anything like that. There are others that have said that Frederick West told them this and told them that, and it may be very much so. But he played with people. He played with his own family. He played with people who came into contact with him because he wanted to know who he could trust. And there is plenty of evidence from that in the interviews of Frederick West
0: so john as we wrap things up what for you is the best chance best realistic chance of discovering the fate of mary we but more than half a century on now aren't we what is the best chance
1: it's a forlorn hope to be truthful uh the only person who may and i say may uh have an idea is possibly and it is possibly is rosemary west but certain things can happen people come forward with information and evidence at at particular times uh, and it's got to be looked at and I understand that
0: Thank you very much for joining me on Beyond Reasonable Doubt on MailPlus for your, your story about Mary Bastogne, a tragic case of Mary Bastogne
1: It's my pleasure Stephen
0: You've been listening to Beyond Reasonable Doubt, a MailPlus podcast with me, Stephen Wright. If you've enjoyed listening, please consider visiting mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more.